All right, welcome in, guys. This is uh, episode four of the podcast. Uh, this week, we will be reviewing uh, week four matchups. I want to take a quick look at the standings and the playoffs. Uh, we're kind of getting that point. Uh, take a look at the waiver wire again. Not a big waiver wire week. And then we'll look forward to, again, some big uh, week five matchups. Cody is back with us uh, after a big, big comeback win last week. Cody, how are you feeling after that big comeback with W? Well, I'll just let you listen to this, Corey. No, he's he's cracking a little BL. It felt uh, great. Stu was already calling it a victory, and then and I snatched it from him. Well, you were, for the record, you were calling that a victory. For no, him. I was saying Gabe Davis stunk. Yeah, he stunk. Which he does. Yeah. So uh, Lance is, is joining us again this week uh, because everyone else in the league are pussies and they don't want to join. Uh, Perk, get your monkey issues under control this week. Uh, how you doing, Perk Bobby? Great. Get I, a I, don't like being, I don't like being uh, called second fiddle here, but. Uh... But uh, yeah, I'm the best one to have on. Me and Cody, oh, yeah. trio. Jeremy was great to have on, but I'm no, he was. To be on no, it, it was good to have Jeremy, someone different that I don't we don't, I don't get to speak to uh, often. It was good to hear his insight. You know, I <clears throat> just don't know from these guys, Jeremy and Stu and Tyler and Clark. I don't I don't hear from them as much as some other guys, and so it was good to get some. I'm, I'm hoping to get Stu. Stu, I guess Stu's doing golf le- or a bowling league on Wednesdays and. Uh, Stegman had a fire. They had to go to some fire, I don't know, meeting today for their, I'm guessing, for the walkie-talkies. I think Stu has bowling league every night but Sundays or some yeah. shit. This guy yeah. bowls every night. Yeah, I guess sounds like it. So, first, um, before we get into uh, some <laughs> trades, also we had a trade this past week. We'll review that, and then we'll get into week four. But first, let's, let's review standings here. Uh, it looks like this. Number 10, Mima Homies, the only 0-4 team. Uh, he's not got a win yet. They have him. ESPN has him has a twenty six percent chance of making the playoffs. Uh, and then you're looking at number nine, Michigan Mud Pigs, one in three. Disappointing week this past week. They actually have him at the lower odds of making the playoffs than uh, Krieger, twenty five percent. And then you're looking at Cody Black, Mr. Jones, and me, one in three. Gets off the snide, gets a W. He's at forty six percent. Then you get Tier One mm-hmm. Black now. Uh, they're one in three. Uh, 43% Stu, not very happy with uh, the uh, – he felt like he was unlucky this past week. Then you got Roto uh, Bears Limp Dick Cafe, he's 2-2. Two and two. They got him at 59%. Then you got Najee by Nature, 2-2. Two and two. 73% chance he must have uh, some points for uh, going his way. Get swift with it, Jeremy. I beat him last week. He was on the pod, thought he had a chance. Uh, he shit the bed. I didn't have a great week, but he just shit the bed. He's 2-2. Two and two. You didn't tip you're looking at slipping a minor, I think, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're looking at number three, J Bob. Upset. Got a huge upset this past week. Lost. He's three and one. Has a 90% chance of making the playoffs. He loses to uh, the team that's in second place. Boycott Kamish Stegman just continues uh, to borrow that rabbit foot from Krieger, and he's 4 0. 88% chance. And then you do have me. 4-0, number one team, 97% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, if you look at the uh, projected playoff bracket right now, you've got me uh, as a one seed getting a bye, same with Stegman. And then you've got a, big, big, a nice matchup here, five versus four. You've got Clark against Jeremy. And then in that six versus three, you've got uh, Bear against J-Bob. Uh, so everyone else is still looking to get up to, into, that, uh, into those playoffs. 
I want a quick look at just points for because I think it does matter, right? I mean, I think uh, especially if you're one of those teams that's lower there, hey, if, if my points are there, I've got an opportunity. J-Bob leads us um, by by nine over Stu. He's got uh, 575, Stu 566. Jeremy at 542. You got me at 530. Uh, Najee at nine. There's, there's Cody in sixth place, even though he's a one three. Big jump here. Actually, 37 points. Well, you got 490. Uh, Bears, like a percentage point, point six away from Krieg's uh, at 490.15. Stegman, 4 0, but he's second to last. 35 points um, behind uh, Bear in points four. And then you got Lance, just um, absolutely way behind. He is 165 points behind first place when it comes to points four. It's basically a whole week behind uh, the top teams. And so he's got or two weeks for me. Huh? <laughs> or two weeks for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, there's some teams there. If you're Cody, who's a one and three, he's in sixth place with, with points four. You got to like that. Um, and then if you're Stegman, you got to continue to win because your points four is so low. But being 4-0 at this point is a nice thing. We did have one trade this past week. It was between Cody and I, the two hosts. Uh, Cody gets Brees Hall and Gabe Davis. And I got Mike Williams, A.J. Dillon, and Brian Robinson. Perk, Bob, you're the only guy that's not included in this trade. What's your thoughts initially when you saw this trade go through? You and I, I talked to you on the phone before I – Yeah, I was, talk- I was talking to both of you. Um, I think I said similar things. I did not like it at all for you, Corey. At first, you wound up getting Brian Robinson as an add-on. I, I think I told you, I said that makes it a little better. Um, but, you know, another week into the season, and it's kind of changed my tune on that trade um, because Gabe Davis is just showing he is going to be a true roller coaster. I think he's a great best ball wide receiver. But to start up every week, you're going to have to take some of those single-digit weeks and hope that some other weeks you get the big explosion for 25-plus. Um, and the reason I hated it, I didn't like it at first for Corey is I think Brees Hall is going to be the Javante Williams of this year, where at the end of the season he's going to vault up the draft rankings and he could potentially be a first or early second-round pick. Um but you know what? Like I said, after the weekend, I actually do like it a lot more for Corey. Not that I'm saying it's a lopsided trade. I'd say now it's more 60-40 in Corey's favor. Mike Williams um, is proving to be more consistent and reliable than Gabe Davis. Uh, and A.J. Dillon is going to have his good and bad week. Brees Hall seems pretty steady around that 10-point mark. I think if you're looking at, like, keeper rankings, Brees Hall would be ahead of Dylan. Um, but I think they're close to a wash, and seeing Brian Robinson back at practice is a huge sign for Corey that has Antonio Gibson. Now he doesn't have to sweat it, except there might be a little timeshare headache at first. So I'll say 60-40 Corey as of today. <clears throat> Corey, you there? Got anything to add, buddy? Sorry, I was not muted. What did you? Uh, what are you eating? Beef jerky over there? Pistachio. Sorry oh, about that, fellas. It's all good. I can just got to get my protein in. There you go. Um, yeah, you know, look at this trade. I don't know. I, I know there's. Yeah, I, I, you know, going. You know, I, I 
if you looked at Mike Williams, A.J. Dillon versus Brees Hall and Gabe Davis this past week, we both started both of them. I outscored his two guys by like nine or ten. You know, I, I, I love Brees Hall. Don't get me wrong. Brees Hall is going to be a stud. I, I'm, I miss him already. But I, I, I'm, I think I'm happy because I, you know, it's who said this? Uh, Green, what's his name? Green. They, I, he was who I thought they were, and I didn't let him off the hook. I let Gabe Davis go. I, I was concerned that, you know, he just, he's just gonna be a, a boomer bust kind of guy. He, I, I, I watched some games. He struggles to catch the ball sometimes. Like he does some drops. Uh, they don't look for him. Uh, and so I, I do, I, I like Mike Williams over Gabe Davis, but I obviously, I think I, I like three solve Brady Dillon and then Brian Robinson, who knows, right? I mean, clearly there was some hype preseason. Uh, he gets shot. Uh, I, I don't think I can, have, unless there's an injury, I don't know if Brian Robinson and, and, and uh, Antonio Gibson are startable right now because I think they're just going to eat into each other. It's not like Antonio Gibson's just going to go away. He's going to get some carries. Uh, J.D. McKissick, give me a kiss, is still going to get some, uh, some some PPR third down, <laughs> third down stuff. And so, it, it, to me, it's a 50-50. If, if, if A.J. Dillon, you know, hey, you need to play a Lions twice coming up here at some point. His schedule is going to get easier. I think you've heard, he's had a tough schedule going forward. He's got talent. And so, we'll see. Uh, it's I, I don't know. I'll, don't know me wrong. I would rather start Mike Williams and Gabe Davis right now on my flex. Cody, what's your thoughts after uh, after the trade? Yeah, so I think it's just like I got to be honest, right? Like I wasn't in a position where I had the luxury of starting two Green Bay running backs for the rest of the year. It just can't happen, right? Yeah. Uh, I took AJ Dillon at a great spot in the draft, obviously to say fuck to you, fuck you to you guys because I didn't want any of you to have him, but also because he's one independently a good player and two a great handcuff to Aaron Jones. Um, yeah. the, that being said, I think Brees Hall has the capability of scoring 20-plus points on multiple weeks. I right. think he's that type of back. I think that the snap percentage has been trending in his favor. Yep. Uh, he just scored a game-winning touchdown last week. Uh, he's got the juice. I think, like, talent-wise, I got the best player in the entire deal. Now, yeah. Gabe Davis stinks. It's just a matter of fact, okay? He gets the lowest uh, percentage of targets per route run and of all qualified wide receivers, or at least bottom 10. Um, but I have to take a share on the number two wide receiver in one of the most explosive offenses of football. And eventually he will score a four touchdown week like he did in the playoffs. And I will win that week. So yep. Yep. Um, the issue more so for me is that I've got Rashad Bateman and Gabe Davis, and both of them seem to be flashing the pan guys where it's either all there or all not. Um, but I don't exactly have a strong bench due to the injuries I have at running back, so I got to make it by until Montgomery gets back. And once Montgomery gets back, I think I got a pretty formidable lineup and a, a good opportunity to make a run. I just yeah, got to sure. tread water till then. Yeah, I definitely think Brees Hall is the best player in that in that deal. All right, let's move on to Week Four matchups. Uh, you know, I think I was kind of not very excited about my my what I picked as the game of the week last week. Two three and zero teams. It turned out to be a hell of a matchup. It really did. And uh, in a shocker, because I think uh, Jeremy, Lance, and I all picked J-Bob. We didn't spend a lot of time on it. It was a no-brainer because we thought Stegman would just finally eventually show his cards. And he didn't. He's still, he's still winning. And it's not like he's winning because J-Bob put up 105 or 99. It's He put up 146. 
and he beat J Bob one forty six to one thirty eight. And uh, what a win! What a win for Stegman, kind of showing everyone maybe he's not as uh, of a joke of this league as as we thought last week. So, Perk, what's your thoughts on this matchup? So, fortunately for uh, <clears throat> Stegman, he had Jamal Williams getting the start, and when Jamal Williams has started, he he runs great. He's a great running back. He was good in Green Bay. Unfortunately, Dylan was just better, but he's a good running back. Um, him, Eckler, and Wilson really just carried everything. Jamar Chase, again, not producing. DJ Moore, you got to like to see a little life out of him. 11 targets. <laughs> but, really, but really not much outside of those top three scorers. J-Bob, um, he kind of had similar with just Herbert, Cup, and Brown. Uh, and the rest kind of just did okay. I think both teams had okay weeks. Um, Stegman probably his best week of the year. And Eckler having 34.9 was a big boost for that team. And Russell Wilson, I'm getting tired of hearing the let Russ cook shit because he's looked terrible. But you know what? He did cook this week. Yeah, I, th- I think there's was a couple – yeah, I think there's a couple things that segments has got to look – that's got to be happy about. A, he got a win against another 3-0 team, one of the better – one of one of our favorites to win the league. And B, I think there's a guy on his bench that gets him excited, and that's J.K. Dobbins, right? I mean, J.K. Dobbins looked great. I, I faced him in one of my dynasty leagues. I watched that game. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, you know, now that he's healthy, could be a really formidable, formidable guy in this lineup. And, you know, you know, Russell Wilson, I mean, it was just a perfect storm for, for Stegman. And, again, when he needed it, you know, Russell gets him 31, which is which was not what we were expecting. Austin Eckler gets in the, in the end zone, I believe, three times. Jamal Williams, we knew Jamal Williams would spray that matchup. If you didn't have him in your DK lineups, you're a fucking idiot this week. Jamar Chase, DJ Moore. I mean, again, I just – Stegman – he doesn't have a guy besides Austin Eckler that's going to go and J- Jamar Chase that's going to go for 20, 20 plus. I mean, I don't see that from DJ Moore. Brandon Ayuk, Drake London, that fucking Atlanta offense pisses me off. Hayden Hurst, bum. DJ Moore, we know who he Like, Russell Wilson, I'm sorry, he's not going to score 31 points very often. So, great win for Stegman. On flip side, J-Bob, don't, don't worry, he's 138. I mean, it's a good week, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Waddle, 5.9. Not going to happen very often. You know, again, J-Bob's fine. Uh, and it's just unfortunate that he went up against uh, Stegman, who uh, who just went bananas. Uh, what do you think there, Cody, about this big matchup? Yeah, I still think uh, ultimately Tyler's team is a, is a glass house, okay? It looks really pretty, but I don't know that it's sustainable. But I have to say this. Uh, like Cooper Rush, all Tyler does is win. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be pretty or sexy, and he's just yep. winning matchups. So uh, Eckler finally exploded, although I'm still a little bit concerned about his snap percentage. Jamal Williams mm-hmm. is a bully. That's a guy that Tyler drafted. He held on to. Now it reaps di- now he paid, uh, pays dividends for him. DJ Morg had, what, like 10 targets or something ridiculous for, for once. Baker Mayfield decided to throw his best receiver the ball. Um, But, I mean – I just don't think his team is very sexy, but if J.K. Dobbins can be a 15-point-a-game guy, uh, which is possible on that offense, then he, I, I think Tyler's got a good chance moving forward to uh, make some make some noise at the end of the year. I do like David Njoku on his bench. I think he probably should be starting. 
Yes. Um, and he gets Hopkins back soon, which is a, a elite wide receiver to plug into his lineup. Yeah. Uh, I'm not worried about J-Bob. His team's a wagon. And Connor hasn't even started functioning or playing football yet. Uh, Mixon hasn't exactly been taking full advantage of him, his opportunities. Bad week for Lotto with uh, uh, Tua becoming crippled. And then uh, <laughs> I told him to trade me Khalil Herbert. I was willing to offer him a lot, and he did it. And he got him 11 points. So I hope that was yeah. worth it, J-Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Um, next matchup is uh, ABCDEFU Jeremy. Uh, 126 to be beating Jeremy gets what do it at 105.15. I'll start here. You know, hey, I 126. I'm not pleased about man. I was projected 145 and I scored 126. I'm not. It's not. not a great week when you get 3.3 from your. You're supposed to be the number one pick in most uh, redraft leagues. But I did enough, right? CD Lamb. I tell you right now, I hope the. Uh, I hope I hear continue to hear reports that Dak's not ready because I love. CD with Cooper Rush. I think it's just a better. It's just better. Cortland Sutton. Uh, you know, hey, he's Cortland Sutton. We need to start. He's a. He's. A, I think he's a wide receiver one. Bully. He's, not, he's. He's good. He's really good. And when you have the number one tight end in the league, you have such a massive advantage. And I have the number one tight end in the league. And so when he gets you twenty four and you sleep, great. Mike Williams, again, really, really good. A.J. Dillon gets me 9.4 enough. I mean, I, I did enough uh, when it looks at Jeremy's side. I mean, Tom Brady, I was not expecting 32.25 from him. But, I, I mean, when you have to start Cream Hunt, you know, James Robinson had a, a had a tough matchup against Philly. And uh, Dolphson Knox kind of sucks. Juju, Quintez, you know, when you're starting, when you're starting Quintez Cephas against, against uh, me, I, I expect to win that matchup, and I did. And so – uh, hey, I'll take the win. Not not a great performance by my team, but hey, we we play down to our competition a little bit this week. Uh, look, Cody, what do you think about that matchup? Okay, I'm just gonna put this very simply. Okay, one, Corey, your team's good. Jonathan Taylor had a bad week. He's out this week again, which isn't great for you, but I fully expect him to bounce back. All right, Zeke's a yep. functional RB two, but you're probably not starting him every single week at that position if you can get some production out of. Uh, the Washington backfield one way or the other, they might be a functional start too. But he's going to get volume, okay? Cortland yeah. Sutton, bully. Travis Kelsey, bully, okay? Those guys are studs. Yeah. At the end of the day, Jeremy went out there and started a guy who had not caught a pass all <laughs> year long at his flex too, okay? Yeah. He left multiple good options on his bench. Corey Davis, who is what? Wide receiver 26 right now, okay? Yeah. Damien Harris, who is fucking good. He started Quintez Cephas. I mean, like, we got to investigate this for point saving or some <laughs> shit. Like, what in the hell are we doing, Jeremy? Yeah, that wasn't good. I, that's that's all I have to say. It's Quintez yeah. fucking Cephas. Like, that's, yeah. that'll that'll be the worst start this season. No yeah, one, cool. unless you're out here plugging in like Chuba Hubbard, then yeah. you won't have a worse start than Quintez Cephas this no, year. No, I, I agree. I think uh, that's a little over managing, trying to be cute, thinking you're going to find a diamond. In the rough, and he didn't. Uh, Perk, what's your thought on that matchup? Well, I'll just continue the Quintess Cephas thing. Like, that's terrible. And I don't get the hatred for Damian Harris, especially in a two-flex league. He's getting you 10 to 15 because that guy just finds the end zone, it seems like, every single week. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't understand how he... – he quit that Cephas over Damian Harris. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Come negligence. It's like the, 
the Corey Davis thing, okay, I understand not feeling comfortable starting him. Honestly, out of starting fucking Corey Reynolds over Quintess Cephas, I know there wasn't a big points difference, but shit. Yeah. At least that's like the backup running back that's halfway capable. Um, and, and if he's so, not starting Damian Harris against the Lions this week, I, we should talk about getting rid of Jeremy on this league. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> He'll have some but, guys back, but. Yeah, I, I understand. Anyways, anyways, moving on with the matchup. Um, I think the matchup would have been totally different if Jeremy did have um, who, what I believe was the – was he the number one PPR back, Swift, going into – No, he got hurt? no, no. Uh, uh, top five, Nick probably. Chubb, Nick, Chubb Nick Chubb's number one. Okay, yeah. well, he's top five, top five wide out, both gone in the same week. That That's crushing. I think that could have been, especially that type of a shootout game, that could have been 40, 50-point swing right there. So, Corey dodged a bullet with him not having his full strength. The flip side is he also dodged a bullet with – Jonathan Taylor only 3.3. Um, it's absolutely dreadful and pitiful what that Colts offense looks like. Yeah, I know a lot of people are high on some of the Colts coaches, always sing their praises. There's something wrong at the Colts because Carson Wentz balled out a couple times at, already this year. Matt Ryan's not this, that, this big of a deadbeat yet. Um, but that offense should get turned around. Um, once Jonathan Taylor gets over, I believe it's his ankle, he'll be rocking and rolling back to the number one consensus pick. Zeke, I always will hate. He's a fat loser. I can't stand him. Um, <laughs> Great analysis. He is, he, 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 is, he is somewhat – he is a serviceable RB2 for now. No explosion there. But, I mean, your wide receivers, I mean, you've got to love having Lamb. And Williams might as well take patch pass catchers and include Kelsey, Allen Robinson, four, obviously. Yeah, that's four Fuck guys. Off. That that guy sucks <laughs> Those four guys though can be top twenty, the top top twenty pass catchers week in and week out. Yeah. So your team's definitely fine. Um, not the high scoring matchup I was thinking it was going to be, but uh, Corey, you're grinding one out. You're up you to four zero. I got Jeremy next week, so I got to cross my fucking fingers that Swift and St. Brown don't play, or else I'm toast. Yeah. Dawson Knox stinks, Jeremy. I offered you Gerald Everett. Come to my inbox. Accept a deal. Yeah, he needs – yeah, Dawson Knox blows it. Next matchup, we got uh, Mr. Jones and me, 129, beat Stu, uh, 126.1. Big win for uh, Cody. Cody, what do you think about your big win there, boss? Oh, my God. Stu was out here popping champagne in the group chat, and we weren't even done yet. One, Stu says he's unlucky. This dude got 37 fucking points from Geno Smith, (laughs) so I don't want to hear it. His players stunk. That happens. Darren Waller's a bum. Michael Pittman let him down. His running backs put up great numbers. But at the end of the day, my team was just more consistent across the board. Zach Ertz is just, again, proving himself to be a legitimate top and tight end one. That's just what he is. He's top five. He gets that level of volume. Um, my flex is a legitimate issue, but I also got two hurt running backs who would be probably starting in those positions right now if they weren't hurt. <laughs> I might even be starting Gerald Everett at the flex soon, fellas. Cause, uh, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, Josh Reynolds might be a legit option for me moving forward, too. He He's just putting up numbers. So Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. It felt good to get a win, fellas. I, I just can't, can't lie about that. I'm sure it did. Perk, what's your thoughts on uh, Cody's big win? 
<laughs> I can't believe that your first win came when Lamar Jackson didn't score 40 plus. <laughs> that, that's kind of a mind boggling thing in my head. Um, I see pretty grody of a matchup. I know you both outscored me, not saying much, but I mean, <laughs> shit, dude, 6.1 out of Pittman, 5.4 out of Waller, 4.2 out of Deontay Johnson, 1.9 out of Cooper. That's it. I don't see there, – there's not going to be another week all four of those guys scoring the single digits at the same time. I don't see those guys scoring in the single di- digits individually that often. Um, Stu's got to be happy, though. Kenny Pickett's taking over. Mitch Trubisky is a fucking terrible loser of a bum. He just needs to be yeah. caught instantly. Um, Preach. At, at least there's some hope with Kenny Pickett. I know he had six. Uh, the one was Chase Claypool's fault, in my oh, opinion, because he a, gave his big wide out a chance to make a play, and he fucking looked like yeah. a turd trying to catch that ball and resulted in a pick. Um, I yeah. think he's going to rely on Pickens and Deontay Johnson a lot more. I think you're going to see a picket to picking show moving forward. But, I mean, Deontay Johnson, he's always in the top five to ten in targets. He's going to start getting – Bad because that's just going to be a more reliable offense. It can't get any worse on Mitch in there. Um, Pittman's going to see better days. I said my two cents on the Colts. Waller, really shocked about Waller only having single digits with Renfro being out. I thought that was going to be a great matchup for him. Um, Cody, nothing overly sexy. Like I said, it wasn't a 40-plus uh, Lamar week that got over the edge, but Justin Jefferson and Devontae, you got you got to be expecting that combination of points from them each week. Maybe next week yep. it's Devontae getting 31, JJ getting 20. But you've got to be thinking that that's going to be your consistent weeks with those two. So, I mean, nobody's got two better pass catchers than that. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's going to have – I think he's going to be a really steady back and then have his pop-off games. Brees Hall, I think he's going to just keep getting better and better and better as the season goes on. Um, I'll give you Henry straight up for him if you want. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Bateman, you know, Bateman, I think he's a good wide receiver, and I think eventually he's going to find his stride and start being really consistent. I don't think you need to panic there. Gabe Davis is going to piss you off all season long because you're going to eventually bench him, and then he's going to pop off for 30. Then you're going to play him and chase those points, and he's going to burn you. And it's just going to be a love-hate relationship. Gerald Everett. I might have to make a little package off for Brees Hall. And, uh, <laughs> First and got his for, phone open right now. Kyle, about to go to work. Pitts and Derrick Henry. Um, That's gross. I'll, I'll, get I'll, I'll talk about Pitts later. But honestly, uh, just to grind it out matchup. And Cody got the little edge there. Yeah. Uh, you know – yeah, if you look first of all, I'll go with the winners team here. If if if, you, if I put my hand over like they're his flexing kickers, and I look at I look at the top five, I'm like, man, this team is one of the best teams in the league. They're probably four and zero, like a really good team. And then I turn my I put my hand away and I see your flex spots. I go, oh, that's why you're one and three. It's just it's an inconsistent. <laughs> It's, it's just an, it's, an, it's an inconsistent position for you, and I think when we have two flex spots in this league, it really kills you, Cody. I mean, 
Gabe, I'll give Rashad Bateman a pass because it was pouring rain in in Buffalo, and I I saw a couple passes that Lamar Jackson has because Lamar Jackson is not like a touch quarterback. He was he was throwing bullets at Rashad Bateman in the fucking pouring rain, and it was going off his hands. Gabe Davis, I mean, you're 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 playing against one of the worst defenses in the in the league, worst defensive backs in the league, and you score two point three. I mean, Corey, he stinks. He stinks. He stinks. I mean, I know I wouldn't be starting him if two of my running backs didn't decide to explode. Okay, I understand. I understand. But like, like what you're saying, like I, I would want to start Gerald. It sounds like Keen Allen did not play, practice again today. Like, how do you not start Gerald Everett over Gabe Davis this week? He I don't know. Starting over Gabe Davis Thank probably you. this okay, week. Okay, good. Court. And then you look at you look over my side until unless he's on perch team. By the way, oh, he'll be on <laughs> yeah. Perch team. Uh, Stu's team. I mean. You start Geno Smith, he gets you 37. You and you lose. That that just that's gotta be a fucking just travesty. But again, like Amari, you I, hindsight is 2020, because I would have started Amari Cooper against Atlanta. Great matchup. Deontay Johnson against Jets, what great matchup. Darren Wall without without um Henry Hunter Renfro, you're starting him. But like Fuck, all you do is start Adam Thielen over Amari Cooper, you win. But, like, Amari Cooper 1.9, like, holy shit, that freaks you out against Atlanta. Like, that's just – that's mind-boggling. And Deontay Johnson, like, maybe with uh, uh, George Pickensburg, that maybe De- – like, it's – it's uh, <laughs> That's terrible, Corey. That's you, terrible. That's you, really you, bad. You, that, that was, that's grasping for straws. You guys didn't. Li- no, I heard it. I heard it. I know where okay. you're from. Okay, thank you. Uh, but maybe Deandre Johnson is not the wide receiver any- anymore. Maybe it's George Pickens. And so, I-, I don't know. I mean, Stu, unlucky. But who are you starting at quarterback next week, Stu? You have no quarterback, which I'm sorry, you cannot. Dude, Gino's top ten, man. I Gino's defense uh, is really bad, and his offense is pretty functional. And, yeah, I mean, what's, I forgot to mention it too. We ragged on. Last week, because he had him in the oh, starting lineup when we did the podcast. The biggest fucking moron in the world for that fucking start. It was we we ripped him. Oh, but, okay, yeah. hey, Stu, you have good running backs. Michael Pittman, I, I'm in love with it, and I think Brandon Cooks, Deandre Johnson, Mari Cooper, like you're gonna have boom and bust weeks. They're on fucking bad teams. So that's the problem. Is your wide receivers besides actually all your wide receivers are on really fucking bad teams with really bad quarterbacks, and that really sucks for you. Next matchup. Let's move on. <laughs> it is true. It's true. All these wide receivers are really fucking bad teams. Bad quarterbacks. No, uh, just uh, sucks for you. <laughs> it does. I don't give a shit. Stu, fuck off. Like, don't cry to fucking. It's fancy football. Don't cry to someone else. Next matchup. <laughs> Speaking of crying, it's me and my homies. The fucking. I bet you his his wife. Lexi is just crying, is like just petting his head as he fell asleep Monday Watching night. Watching his team lose again. Oh, after Jeff Wilson gets in the end zone, he's fucking just like entering Lexi at that point. And then, then probably about t- 10 minutes later, Debo goes in the end zone to get soft as shit. And then uh, Jeff Wilson is like second and goal on the one, can't get in. Anyways. Me and my homies, 141. Najee by nature, 148. Let's go. Cody, what's your thoughts on the matchup, sir? I'm, this is devastating for Creed, guys. <laughs> so I mean, devastating. He's, he dropped 141. We had a good damn week. Um, 
Damian Pierce is uh, coming on, fellas. He's here. He's arrived. He's coming. At least Alave someone's coming. I'm like, has, Alave has uh, arrived as well, fellas. Um, Greg Dorkstart really hurt him. I think if he uh, if he goes with his gut feeling there, he probably starts Romeo Dobbs, and he just couldn't bring himself to do it. So uh, if he starts Dobbs, he wins. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, or Godwin. Yeah, I think Perk. I actually think that uh, Creek's <laughs> team is is not so bad. I mean, I I actually starting to like it a little bit. He's uh at least with Damian Pierce playing the way he is right now, um I think you can make a little bit of noise. Uh, Clark, good win, buddy. I mean, you got absolutely nothing from Najee because he's just not going to give you anything all year. Um, but Debo popped off for you. You got the sixth best fantasy tight end performance in the history of fantasy football out of Hawkinson. Um, and he and uh, Allen basically carried you to the promised land this week. So you got to love getting a win when the other guy uh, goes off. He left Jacobs on the bench and Miles Sanders on the bench and DK on the bench. <laughs> His bench outscored my team. <laughs> Just those three guys, I mean. Yeah. So, uh, no, good, good win for Clark. Really tough loss for Kriegs. Yeah. Um, you know, the fuck. I mean, I, I don't know, Cody. Like, I, and you can get off Kriegs' nuts here in any second, but, like, you like his team. Like, first of all, Cordell Patterson's on the IR. Greg Dortch is done because Rondell Moore's back. Yes, you can start Romeo Dobbs, but seriously, tell him. Okay, you got Chris Godwin. Actually, go look at his injuries. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm, I'm reversing everything. Kriegs, how in the fuck? Like, like, I know you hasn't been part of any. Like, I feel like he's go, he's ghosted everybody. At least, at least in our neck of the woods. Like, I'm sorry, are you are you listening to anything? Why are you starting Greg Dorch? You know Rondell Moore is coming back. Like, that is such a bad play when you know Rondell Moore is coming back. When you could have started Romeo Dobbs or Chris Godwin. Like, that is that. You should be one and three, but because you're a shit manager, you're one and four. Because that Greg Dort start is is unacceptable. Back to Clark. Hey, your team is good. Luckily, not Leonard Fournette got some fucking nasty garbage points to to get you back, get him, get him to eighteen point four. I mean, his team is deep. When you look at his bench, you got Miles, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, Curtis Samuel, Christian. I mean, this team is. I'm sorry. I know it's only two and two, but if Najee Harris can somehow get something together with a new quarterback, like his team is good. It's deep. It's it's. You got Pat Fryer sitting <laughs> on your bench there. Like shit. Like this team is good. Kriegs. Uh, unfortunately, the last two weeks you played the two highest scoring teams of the week. That sucks. But you should have been the highest scoring team this week if you would have done your homework on Greg Dorch. Perk, what's your thoughts on this matchup? So, I love Gregory to death. Fucker stood up in my wedding. But nothing gave me more satisfaction <laughs> than <laughs> Jeff Wilson scored that TD. And yep. I instantly could envision Gregory sitting on his fucking couch, fake, going, let's go! Oh, yeah. Just have Debo run like a fucking Clydesdale and just see the sourpuss look on his face. Oh, God, I wish I could have been a fly on that wall. It would have been just wonderful. <laughs> I love seeing it. He's a... Now, what I will say, Corey, is you called him a shit manager for the Dorch move. Yeah, it was a bad move. 
Uh, it's also, you, you also need to understand that that's the guy that won, won two or three titles in this league. Three out of four. Three out of four. I was the other one and the victim of one of his. Um, he probably shouldn't say shit manager to somebody with that much hardware. But anyways, uh, matchup. I'm 4 and he's 0-4. I, I get to say that's, that's the best part of this. Wait, Greg, I'm in 20, I live in 2022. Greg, that's what a loser always says. Um, Greg, <laughs> Greg Dorch, um, I'm left scratching my head because, like you said, Corey Rondell Moore coming back, same exact wide receiver, like same position, everything from style routes. But Rondell Moore is the guy they have their draft capital in. He's the guy that's going to be on the field. You might as well drop Greg Dorch. I mean, come on, Kriegs, you're a Packers guy. After last week with what Dobbs did. He's he's solidifying himself as a number two. Lazard's the one. He's a two, and they're going to get Watson in space before you know it. Randall, I mean, Randall Cobb is probably only seeing 10, 15% of snaps right now. I'd be shocked if it was higher. Those three guys are going to be the three guys to own moving forward in fantasy, and I, I don't see how you didn't see start Dobbs over Dorch. And I see Chris Godwin, too. I'm throwing a dart on Chris Godwin before I'm throwing a dart on Dorch. If that's your options, I mean, come on. Look at the two differences in the players. <laughs> that's, that's horrendous. Corey, you're totally right. I think Clark is one of the best teams in the league. Um, the depth maybe his depth is the best in the league. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's just more of a combination of really solid players. I think he's got a really solid for each week. I don't know if he's got that explosion factor to get to those crazy weeks, like 180 to 200 plus. But I think he's – if you're playing Clark, you better put up 140-ish or else you're probably losing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think it's just insane, though. <laughs> DK Metcalf, Josh Jacobs, and Sanders on his bench. Yeah. That's, uh, and he still scores 148. And yeah. he still scored 148. Yeah, and one I, last thing, Corey. Yeah, just yeah. I got one last thing. Yeah. I just think – one, I, I've already said this just now. I do think Krieger's team is going to, like, upset some people real soon. And people are going to be upset, and he's going to muddle the playoff picture because I think he's got some legitimate weapons that have been injured all year long on his bench. And Kamara, who just hasn't found that stride yet. But you can't play the game not to lose. You have to play to win. Dorch is a I think he can get me 10 guy. I hope he can get me 10 guy. You got to play guys who can win you matchups. Romeo Dobbs is that guy. Chris Godwin's that guy. Hell, I'd have played Elijah Moore over Greg Dorch just to, as a dart throw. Yeah. And what I was going to say is I, I, I will give Creed's credit because he's going he's gonna to be able to plug in Kamara and Godwin this week. I'm glad I've already cleaned his clock week one because, yeah, I think his team is going to get is gonna get better. <laughs> it's going to get better because I think he's getting a little healthier. <laughs> Jeff Wilson solidifying himself there. He's got he's you know, he's he's slowly figuring it out. I just wonder if if is, is he going to figure it out quick enough to make a playoff run? Who knows? But it is figured he has won three titles. I got to give him some respect. Um, but, you know, it's going to come down to is. Kamara is Alvin Kamara going to be a first round pick, or you know, or is he going to be a bum? So last matchup of Week Four, uh, the lowest scoring team of Week Four, no surprise, Michigan Mud Pigs, one hundred three point five. They they got lost to by thirty six to Roller Bears, Limp Dick Cafe, one thirty nine point three five. Turk, what's your opinion on your matchup, sir? 
the curse of the quarterback continues for me. Uh, 3.2 from a crippled Tua. Uh, what I, I mean, what I get? Seven points combined from Tua and Kyle Pitts. That's yeah. been the story of my season all year. I can't get any production out of the quarterback, which is just insane. I mean, when Geno Smith is going for 37 and I can't get a quarterback to average me 15 a week, it's kind of mind-boggling, but that's that's the luck of the draw sometimes. Um, Javante Williams is dead. That's crucial. That's uh, a <laughs> massive blow to an already struggling team. Yeah, RIP. Now, now, the flip side of it is I do think Melvin Gordon, even though he's been having fumble problems, He's the clear number one now. At least I finally have a fucking answer where it's sad because I think Javante, after Melvin fumbled again, was going to clearly rise and start really gobbling close to 60 70%. And I was going to have one of the more explosive backs in the league. Um, unfortunately, the injury cut that short. The wrong player was injured there, but I at least have a decent plug in there. Um, McLaurin disappeared. Pitts, of course, disappeared. Um my one silver lining is Alan Lazard is solidifying himself as the number one, and he's starting to be very productive, which isn't surprising in a Green Bay offense for a wide out to be productive. I like that. I've still got some pieces. I'm a, I've got some moves to make. Um, I just can't wait for Jared Goff to get me seven this coming week. Uh, oh, Bear, I, I already <laughs> put a parlay in for everything under for Jared Goff. He's going to get hurt because he's on your team. I already put some three-person three three parlay on Jared Goff. Yeah, good way to bet. Uh, <laughs> Bears team, I mean, good. Need, need, he's got a better team than me. I think mostly everyone does until I figure some pieces out. Um, but he got, he got, it, it's crazy the production that CEH is finally getting. McCaffrey had a solid McCaffrey week. Delvin Cook had a down week. Burrow was solid. I mean, he just had a solid overall week. Um, I don't think there's a ton to say about the matchup, honestly. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, probably the first – And we're kind of running long. Yeah, I think uh, – oh, yeah. I think uh, the first three weeks, uh, I I, th- I thought clearly that Kriegs was the worst team and Perk was second second worst. I'm I'm flipping that big time. You know, you lose Javante Williams, you lose Tua. I think Perk – I'm sorry, buddy, you have the worst team in the league uh, right now. I mean, Javante's done for the year. Kyle Pitts is a fucking loser. You're starting Jared Goff, which I, I do I don't mind Jared Goff actually as a starting quarterback in this league. I just I don't know what you're gonna do at tight end. Um and I think Terry McCorn is gonna have some of these weeks. What are you gonna do at RB two? I don't know. I mean Melvin, sure, but Melvin sucks. I mean, I'm sorry, Melvin fucking sucks. I know he's the, I know he's gonna be the, the guy in Denver now. Doesn't mean he's gonna be good. He's still terrible. Jahan Dotson sounds like he's hurt for a couple weeks. You can't start him. So your injury bug is really hurting you. You need Hunter Renfro to come back. You need Dak to come back. You need you need to get healthier, and you need to make some moves because right now it's it's just not a very good team. Uh, Bear, uh, Bear, good team. You know, AJ Brown, CH, I'll trade him immediately. You know, CH or CMC did his thing, so good for him. Uh, good win for Bear. What do you got, Cody? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just tough for Perk to uh, to put together victories right now when two of his players go down and. Uh, one of them gets a head injury and the other one blows his knee into smithereens. Um, Kyle Pitts is just not that guy. He's just not. Not right now, at least. Uh, nope. Not with Marcus Mariota, one read quarterback uh, behind center. And as for Bear, I mean, his team's, Bear's team's good. He's got guys. Um, 
I worry a little bit about his wide receiver situation, but Keenan Allen should come back. And ultimately, I think there's going to be a point in the year where Barry realizes he has to start Tyler Higby over George Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tyler Higby's got the Next most week. targets of any tight end in the league yes, right now. Yes, he does. So. Yes, he does. 100%. I agree. All right, let's move on to uh, waiver wire. Not only two uh, people at, uh, spent money on guys. Uh, Perk put $12, $14 on Mike Boone, and Krieger put $12 on Rashad White. There's only I think, three people that bid. Uh, Cody put a dollar on Rashad White, but didn't get him. Thank you. And so, uh, quick thoughts on this, Cody, on, on these two pickups. Yeah, I uh, I literally just dropped Rashad White for yes, uh, for Reynolds, who I actually like and probably will be starting from here on Mark out. Ingram. So it Mark is what Ingram. it is. But it's oh, it's Mark Ingram. Okay, yeah. not so much. Okay, but. I, uh, it hurts that he actually finally got some production. They were actually trading drives, him and Leonard Fournette, so that was interesting. Um, I actually per has to spend that money on Mike Boone. That's just a matter of fact. So he made an essential move to solidify that he will have the running back in uh, in Denver, but you do worry because they just went out inside Latavius Murray, I think. I was just so. going to say, I, I don't I – don't, yeah, Latavius don't... Murray played in the game. Yeah, so I, I, I have to be worried that – an oversized running off the streets is going to cut into any he production. Actually, I Latavius Murray did play this week. He played played short touchdown. I know he did. Yeah, short touchdown. I know he did. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, Rashad White. I mean, you know, Byron Left was talking about getting him involved. You got him. Corey, you just cut out again, buddy. Well, Corey's cutting out. So what I'm going to say is that Corey let's, right now. Let's move on from the waiver wire because we got to get things rolling. Yep, let's look at next week's scoreboard and uh, <laughs> see who's playing, talk about these matchups. So it looks like A, B, C, D, E, F, E. Yeah, game of the week. J-Bob. Can you guys hear me now? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can hear you now, Corey. We just, we just picked sorry, up and I know, I love it. Uh, yeah, game of the week I got this week is me against J-Bob, 4-0 against 3-1. Uh, looks like Cody. What do you got on this? What's your prediction for this matchup? I uh, I think I uh, I think I take J Bob in this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I I'm gonna pick myself, of course. I mean, I think uh, yes, JT hurts. Um, but you know, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take myself. I like my I like my quarterback. Uh, I like my receivers. My tight ends uh, is an advantage. And I you know I just. My flex position is going to be concerned. Actually, no, I looked at it. J-Bob's going to beat me. Fuck. <laughs> I got to start Antonio Gibson. He's got Marquis Brown and Tyler Lockett. They're both better than Antonio Gibson. Not, oh, you're not going to start Allen Robinson? No, I'm not fucking starting that bum. I'm not sure if I'm going to start Antonio Gibson. I might go like uh, – if Isaiah McKenzie is healthy, I'm going to start the second-best wide receiver in Buffalo. Uh, so I'll probably, start, <laughs> I, I, I'll probably start Isaiah McKenzie. So yeah, I'll go J. Bob and Sheer. He's got a better team, but hey, uh, I'm I'm gonna try my best. Perk, what's your what's your thoughts? Jay, no brainer. Oh, JT, that's a big crush for you, and you need JT against Jay. Uh, yeah. All right, moving on. But I get it. Uh, next matchup: Najee by nature, two and two. Against what's that? Well, Corey's apparently uh, hosting this podcast. For uh, my prediction here is 
Um, really not working? Uh, is it, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. You can hear me? I I can hear you now. Can okay, you now? sorry. Good. Yeah, I got a new computer. I think it's just uh, the internet's not great with this one. So I'll go um, I'll go I'll go Clark here. He's got a better team than Cody. Cody needs uh, you know he's got Rashad Bateman um, and Gabe Davis against Christian Kirk Curtis Samuel to give the advantage to uh, Cody there. He's got Josh Allen. Love. I mean he's just got a better team. I'll go I'll go uh, Clark here by thirty. Uh, who we got here, Lance? What's your prediction on this predict prediction on this matchup? Um, I'm rolling Clark on this one because, like I said earlier, I think he's got one of the better teams, higher floors. I think, I mean, Cody Shoney can score some points. Um, but the problem is the points that he scores. I don't know if that's better than Clark's floor or not. I just think I'd give Clark the seventy thirty edge. Yeah. Uh, Cody, what's your thoughts in your in your matchup? Justin Jefferson is going to score 50 points against the Bears because they're going to move him around until Kyler Gordon's guarding him, and then they're going to throw him the ball. I think I win by five. Nice. All right. Next matchup, Tier 1 letdowns, 1-3 one and three against the 4-0 boycott commish. Perk, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Um, I've got to go with Tier 1 letdowns. Tier 1 um, letdowns, yeah. I just think that Stu's got a better team. Um, until Jamar Chase pop, starts popping off again, he really struggled to score the amount of points he did. Um, so I'm just – I know he's 4-0, but I, I think Stu just has a better team. I'm saying about 60-40 Stu. If Creek shoves his old rat foot up Tyler's ass again, then it's probably more like 51-49. Yeah. Cody, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Um, I think that Stu needs to put uh, Ramondre Stevenson in his starting lineup this week over Amari Cooper because Amari's going to get Jalen Ramsey, but that's just me. Um, the the Jalen Ramsey that's been owned this year? I'm just saying at some point Jalen Ramsey's going to show up. I also don't know well, that I love Deontay Johnson against Buffalo either. I actually I think I would start Robert Wood, though, either on because there's no uh, – uh, Traylon Burks. I would start Robert Woods over either of them, but yeah, I agree. It doesn't matter. I think Stu's going to win this matchup. Yes, I agree. I'll take Stu as well. I think uh, you start Drake London, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, I like him. I have him in one of my leagues, but he's just not a guy that's going to get you a 20 ever uh, because of the way that offense runs. So I'll give Stu's going to win. There's no doubt in my mind. I would put 30 bucks on it. Stegman, there's just no chance. Uh, next matchup we got here: Michigan Mud Mud Pigs one and three against Get Swifty with it two and two. Cody, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Um, I uh, I think if the two lines don't play, this is as good of a chance as Perk has to uh, to make a serious move. Um, but granted, Jared Goff will likely die in this game, and Perk won't have Derrick Henry on his team by that point because he'll be on my team. Only so, if you accept the on-air trade. I, I, if you're, if that's the two-for-two two trade that I just texted you, you should put it in my inbox right now. And we'll make There's an on-air trade, trade in your inbox. Make oh. the on-air trade when you're oh done with the analysis. We're putting this on pause, Corey. Okay. Yeah, okay. You go ahead okay. and make some analysis. Okay. Um. This this matchup right here. Um. You know, I. Man, it's it's a tough one. I I have to give it to get the, the slight edge of Jeremy. 
just because he has Damian Harris against Detroit. He's got Stephon Diggs against Pittsburgh, Tyreek Hill against the Jets, James Robbins against Houston, Cream Hunt against the, uh, against the Chargers, who have a really bad run defense. I, I love, but he's starting Travis Etienne. He's starting both running backs from Jackson, which is really, really bad. I would start Juju over him. I don't care. I play Juju's been all right, and he's playing against Vegas. But I, I agree. This is Perk's best opportunity to get a win here. Um, but again, you're starting Kyle Pitts, who's a bum. Melvin Gordon's a bum, and uh, I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the slight edge to Jeremy just because uh, of the matchups. Perk, what's your thoughts on your matchup? Um, my only. Uh, have a chance is Swift and Amandra St. Brown sitting out. Um, I have to have that to have a shot. Um, and even with that, I mean, if I get if I get single digits for my quarterback and tight end again, I'm losing, and I'm going to lose every week if I, that happens. Yeah. Uh, last matchup, we got me Mahomes 0-4 against Roto Bears Limp Dick 2-2. Two two. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Roto Bear. I just think. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow against Baltimore, love that matchup. Delvin Cook, CEH uh, has been good. A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy, George Kittle, Chris McCaffrey, Devontae Parker against Detroit. Like, those are good matchups. I'm sorry, I just don't think Elvin Kamara I – mean, gosh, Elvin Kamara, he has to play. Only chance Kriegs has, and even though he's a 14-point uh, favorite, according to ESPN. Um, gosh, you know what? I, I switched my whole mind. I, Kriegs going to win. I think he's going to get a win here because Alvin Kamara is playing since Seattle. He's going to score 25. Uh, and so, and he's going to play. He's going to play this week, no doubt in my mind. And so I'm going to go Kriegs to win this matchup because uh, he's getting healthy. And I, you look at his lineup. It's it's getting better. I told you. It's good. And so Kriegs is going to get the, get it done, even though I, I, I like Bears team. Uh, Lance, what do you think about this matchup? Um... I'm going to go with – sorry, I was working on trades. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done. Um, so it's Bear. Bear against Bear Kriegs. Kriegs. I'll take it from here, Perk. You go ahead I'm, and take a look at the offer that I just sent you, okay? Um, I got Kriegs it. in this matchup, okay? I yep. think his lineup's fucking good. Yeah. I think if Alvin Kamara is ever going to be Alvin Kamara – he has to be that guy this week. Yes. Chris Olave's a hog. Um, in case anyone didn't watch him at Ohio State, he's a bully. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. solidified himself. Krieg's got – I mean, his starting line's deep. He's got yeah. a bunch of guys who can go score in 15 to 20. So, um, I think he beats Bear this week. Yep, I agree. Perk, you, wanna, you want to uh, weigh in? Yep, Kobe, I countered. Okay. Um, and uh... – Oh, Jesus Christ. Bear, <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, I do love the running backs of Cook, CEH, and McCaffrey right now. That, that trio is going to give them a good floor. Um, Burrow Mahomes, I think, is close to a wash. Bears, I think Godwin versus Judy, I'm going to give that because they're more independent of each other. Um, I think... Jesus Christ, Cody. I got, I, I'm, I'm, I'm countering. 60 to 40 in this one. Okay. 
All right, guys. Well, that is the uh, that's this that's the week. The week that's that's the matchups. You guys are gonna get a trade done before we conclude, or no? I'm just I'm gonna send him this deal, and if All you right. can't, this is this is like I mean, this is it. It should be a no brainer for him. All right. Well, I'm gonna give My a second. A no brainer for you, dude. I don't want Tony Pollard. I don't want him. I don't fucking want him. Eric, you accept Tony it? Pollard doesn't have anything to do with the trade. He doesn't. No, I'm, I'm giving up a guy. That. All right. Well, you guys can figure it out on your own time. Yeah. I'm excited. Do the, hold on. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here, guys. Thanks for uh, for joining. Uh, hopefully, you guys get a deal done soon, so I can we can uh, talk about it next week. Yep. Bye, Bye fellas. Talk to you later, guys. Good luck this week. Peace, guys. All right. Bye.